0: Hi friends, welcome. Today I want to share with you what I learned from my years of experience on stage playing drums. I spent from sixth grade to high school on stage playing drums at different churches. And when I say churches, I mean big churches, big production, it was an operation. There was a production team, there was a band. The band was made up of a full band worth of people. You had guitarists, you had a bassist, you had a drummer, you had keys, you had singers, the occasional cello or even an Indian instrument if the proper occasion arose. And we were all working together towards the common goal of creating an experience for the people who would show up. I think a lot of people don't know a lot about this world specifically the behind the scenes world of church production because they didn't grow up in that i think it could be somewhat similar to maybe being a part of a school band right you're all working towards the common goal of creating an experience for people through performance but i learned so much from this i am definitely who i am today because of the bedrock of these experiences of performing, collaborating with the my, my fellow bandmates and my fellow production people. And I know a lot about production. I know a lot about what an eighth inch cable is. I know a lot about uh, how to mix sound in a room. I know a lot about, of course, playing drums on stage and uh, b- being a backbone for a band, all sorts of different things, endless things. And one of the things that I learned is that you? sometimes you break a drumstick. And this is meant to be a metaphor for, for all art forms and all types of performance. Sometimes things go horribly wrong when you're in the middle of something. What can happen if you're a drummer is you're on stage, you hit the drum, the, the drumstick has had a fracture in it for some time or it's weakened over time, it breaks in half, top half of the drumstick flies across the room. And, or sometimes you even drop a drumstick, it just flies out of your hand. Bad times. The issue here is obviously that once you get rid of one drumstick, you only have one left. And depending on how good of a drummer you are, depends on how much the song suffers when you have one drumstick left. So of course the way drummers have remedied this is have another drumstick within arm's reach. One of the things that I've learned is to be prepared for this to happen beforehand, right? Have another drumstick within arm's length. Uh, sometimes I would sit my drum on my uh, my drumstick on my kick drum so that I can easily reach over and grab it. You know, drummers have always had bags and this sort of thing. I never was the drummer who had like five hundred nineteen drumsticks nearby. I don't think I am going to break that many in one performance, but um, but be prepared. Uh, go into something with the proper precautions made. Also, when it happens know how you're going to react. Most importantly, know what state of mind you're going to go into if this happens. Practice. Be, <laughs> be prepared within your ability to deal with a situation like this. One time I had a drum shield, which is a piece of plexiglass, like a plexiglass wall that sits in front of you as the drummer on stage. I never really liked them, but sound guys like them a lot. It fell on the drum kit I had like a symbol pinned part of my, my, you know, I had things that were unaccessible to my playing at this point. And it was, it was a very exciting experience. Now I'm very comfortable on stage. So I immediately shifted into a mindset of for one going, Oh, aha, this is fun, right? We're all having fun together. <laughs> this thing fell on me. Uh, you don't, you do It's important that you don't sort of go into a panic mode. I've always learned to just laugh when these things happen. But it fell on me. The band came over, helped me out, pulled the thing off. But I had to play for a little while with less drums, and it was a bit of a situation. I learned from that experience. Apparently there's a video of that experience somewhere. Uh, Probably deleted by now, but there was. And I'm really sad because I I wish I had it to show you guys. So that's one thing, is um, sometimes you break a drumstick. Another thing is to stay in the pocket. Now, in drummer uh, terminology, this means that if you're on stage with a band playing drums, that you are working together with the band towards a common goal. You're not there to make a solo and make yourself look nice. You're not there to uh, do a bunch of fills because it's fun. Fills being the... That sort of thing. Uh... That's drummer talk by the way blah, 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 blah. you're there to be a backbone for the band, and this is different for every type of musical performance every every, ty- uh, every different type of musical genre. it varies, but in general, you're supposed to be a backbone that it's not about you it's about the collaborative effort you supporting the band. And when it works really well, when you see a drummer that's a good solid backbone that knows when to play a little bit, but they are they are a spine for the band. It's incredible. It works really well. It's fantastic. Sometimes you need to learn to stay in the pocket more and be a team player. Another thing is that it's a good idea to <clears throat> my apologies. It's a good idea to speak up sometimes. That you have important things to say. You have important things to add to the creative conversation. That everybody has their own unique perspective, their own unique experiences, their own unique voice to apply to a creative project. And I think if you're not as confident, you think that your voice won't matter as much. That's not true. If you don't add your voice, your voice won't be added and you have valuable things to say. Sometimes it's a really good idea to be more confident, speak up, allow yourself to express and articulate what you would hope to happen. Even if you don't know exactly how to explain that like you may hope to or it's not fully formed in your head, being willing to express that to the people around you, just just the act of saying, I don't know, but I think this might be an interesting thing, they'll come in with their voice and everything will come together and you'll have this big stew of creative awesomeness and it will drive the project in a different direction than it would have gone if you did not speak up. I think that's a powerful thing. Another thing is that excellence is different than perfection. And what I mean by this is that naturally I am... I'm in the state of trying to pursue perfection as an artist, or I want to be in that state. My mind wants me to be in that state. Perfection means no flaws, right? I have some sort of, maybe it's a vague goal in my head that I want to achieve, and no flaws are allowed to happen. That's perfection. And I wrestle with that. This is something I've wrestled with all my life, of what does that mean? How should I pursue perfection? Uh, creating something that I feel like is, how, how do I not settle for less than great? So there's approaching it trying to achieve perfection, and then there's approaching it trying to achieve excellence. The interesting thing about excellence, in my mind, the way it manifests itself for me, is that going after excellence, deciding that I'm going to create excellence and that i'm going to go into a mindset of creating excellence is different than going after perfection excellence allows for authentic imperfections and flaws you can have you can have a song with a bad note or you can have a song with a voice that cracks and still achieve excellence it's part of it so it's it's just the changing of your state of mind it's a very vague concept that I have a lot of trouble articulating, but I hope that makes some sense. Another thing that is a bit more definitive is that excellence is a decision. I found myself working with people a lot who would settle, maybe unintentionally, for mediocrity because maybe they would be okay with letting something be good enough or they would. Uh, the band leader would allow people to come onto the stage that weren't at the level that I thought was necessary for them to be on stage and it was a disservice to the people who were showing up, uh, the people who we were creating this for, it was a disservice to them because the people were not there yet and they weren't willing to practice hard enough or develop the skill to get to a certain standard and I believe there has to be a standard. We can't just decide to let everybody be a part of the project because the quality suffers and the quality is more important. This provided endless frustration for me when I was growing up in this world. Uh, also, don't. This is an interesting contrast to what I just said. Don't overshoot your abilities. There are also situations where we would not have a band would not have the proper people in it to achieve something in a way that was excellent. But they would try it anyway and so you would have a drummer that could not achieve the type of dynamics that were necessary to create uh this the experience that we were trying to create and my solution to that would be don't let the drummer be there if you have to get rid of the band and have a single guy with a an acoustic guitar and a good voice who is actually excellent let him do his thing first and then bring in those elements once you have that in order. But people would put the, the buggy before the horse, and this was very frustrating. So don't overshoot your abilities. Know what you can and can't do. And if you can't do it yet, spend the time to develop the can. Don't, don't, don't start going after a thing that you can't do yet until you are ready. Now this is different than pushing yourself on your own or, 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 you know, even if you're, it's sort of, there are times when it's okay to push yourself past your abilities in front of people and see how it goes. But it's all about the context. Uh, I think that if you're creating something for yourself, for example, and your YouTube channel is about you trying to make designs but you suck at it and you it's known and you want to go through that journey with everybody else that's fine right that's still excellence but that's a different kind of context um i think that the last thing i want to talk about is that that this was this was a a bunch of experiences continually for me that had forces within them that i could use as tools for growth the forces that you experience when you're rehearsing with a group of people or you're performing this is incredibly helpful for growing you as an artist in so many different ways when you experience a, an, a very uncomfortable situation and you have to push through it on the fly you learn so much from this when you have to sort through a, a difficult creative conundrum with your fellow bandmates on the fly, in front of them, all together, this is important. There are endless types of things that come from the forces of working together on a collaborative project and the forces of performing. And I think that this is why everybody should be in some form of, of what I'm talking about. So that's it for this one. I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to hear what you've been a part of in this type of realm and uh, what you learned from it and how it grew you. Goodbye.